What if I told you that in 2024, you were going to travel more? I bet you would be excited because who doesn't have travel more on their 2024 vision board? But my loves, it's time to craft a bit of an action plan and take your first steps. And this is where I come in. I'm hosting a trip to Bali, May 23rd to May 29th, 2024 for the Manifest Daily community. I'm so excited about this one. We have a jam-packed itinerary. We have a Balinese cooking class, a sacred monkey forest, visit a coffee brewing workshop, literally the works because that's just a taste of the itinerary. And this trip is a celebration of new beginnings and also a couple of birthdays. So if you're curious about Bali and you want to meet me there alongside a couple other wonderful, amazing, beautiful souls, head to my website for more information, themanifestly.com slash events. Visit the link in the show notes. And yeah, let's let's hang out in Bali. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are having an amazing day and an amazing week as you guys are listening to this episode. So if you're new here, my name is DeAndre Nicolette and I'm the host of Manifest Daily. Welcome. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. I feel like this is going to be a great episode for you to listen to if this is your first episode that you're listening to for Manifest Daily. And obviously, if you're an OG listener, thank you so much for being here. Truly appreciate you. And I'm excited that you are back. So my loves, today is a really, really, really exciting episode. We are talking about how I manifested a move across the country in less than two weeks. In this episode, I'm going to walk you through the steps that I personally took in order to manifest. And I'm also going to, in this episode, toss in some journal prompts for you. I find that oftentimes in the process of manifestation, whenever we're kind of encountering like those next steps, sometimes you can feel a little bit of like, just what's the word I'm looking for? Like you kind of feel a little bit stuck. You kind of feel like you're not really sure where to go next, what to do. Sometimes you're at a crossroads and we're going to talk about all that stuff in today's episode. But I really feel like the journal prompts included in each of these particular steps will really help you guys as you're sort of trying to get to that next level in order to manifest. Now, before we dive into this episode really quick, just want to say that this doesn't have to only apply to move. The steps that I'm giving you, I'm going to give you like the general steps, but I'm also going to talk about how I applied it in my situation. But of course, these are general steps. So if you want to apply this to any sort of big manifestation that you're calling in, And big, obviously, is relative because, you know, to the universe, to God, anything that we're trying to manifest, big, small, whatever, like we categorize it as big or small, but it really is just all the same. So, yes, basically apply this to anything in your life that you want to apply this to that you're currently calling in and you sort of want a little bit more guidance on how you can call that thing in. So let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. I am super excited for this one, and I feel like you guys are going to love this episode as well. The first step that I took to manifest this move across the country in less than two weeks, and we're going to talk about exactly what the move is as we get into uh, into the steps and stuff, but the first step that I took was that I actually took a step before I was ready. Okay, let me explain. I feel that whenever we are trying to call something in, sometimes we know 
the next step or sometimes we know what the first step is but it feels really uncomfortable to us we're not really sure if we should take it we feel kind of like oh I don't know it's kind of like that fear because it's this first step and often the first step and I think I mentioned this in the last podcast episode but the first step is often the hardest step but the first step is obviously the most important step because that's kind of what starts off this process so for me what this first step looked like was that I ordered a plane ticket and I booked my first solo trip so a couple of weeks ago I was actually saying I've been saying for like a while now that I wanted to go to the south I've always said I wanted to go to Atlanta Georgia to visit to see what it's like in the south I've heard such good things but I've never actually been and this year I was like you know what I'm gonna make that happen and it has been a thing where in the past I kind of have felt like I was waiting on other people in order to go so maybe it was a birthday trip that sort of never happened because you know no one really organized and we never really got together and planned it out or it Maybe it was a trip with a partner that never got completed. Either way, I always felt like I was waiting on someone to take the step of going to see the South. And so I said to myself, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm going to take the plunge. I'm going to go by myself. And I actually had this audio recording. I was going to do this like audio vlog thing and I ended up not doing it. But I had this recording from the night that I actually ordered the plane tickets. Like I was so nervous, but I remember just sort of like taking the plunge. It's kind of like if you guys have ever taken a cold shower or jumped into a cold pool, you know that feeling of like, oh, like I'm just going to do it. And you just sort of like run and jump in. And it's like that initial shock of like, oh, my God, this is so cold. What did I do? But then you adjust, right? Your body adjusts that because your quote-unquote new normal for me again that step looked like ordering the plane ticket it looked like booking that solo trip I remember that night it was late at night I actually emailed my boss really it was pretty late it was like after 10 or something like that and I said hey um you know, I, I want to take this trip, like, here are the days I want off, like, let me know if this is good to go, like, are we cool? He was like, yeah, and literally, what's so hilarious is that he responded, like, two minutes after I sent the email, and was like, oh my god, that's so exciting, like, have fun, and I remember saying to myself before I sent the email, if I get a yes on this, I'm, I'm going to book the trip. And it was sort of interesting because I knew he was going to say yes. Like there was no reason that I couldn't go on the trip. I had set up my team um, to run things as I was gone. And there really was no like meetings or anything that was happening during the time span I wanted to go that I needed to be in. So it was truly going to be okay. But I sort of said to myself, you know, if he says yes, I'll go ahead and do it. And he said yes within like two minutes. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to take that plunge. I ordered a ticket. I booked my Airbnb. And the next day I rented the car. And so when it comes to that first step, right, we talk about how initially it feels really hard. It feels really uncomfortable. It feels like you are stepping past your comfort zone, which you are. I want to just remind you guys that stepping outside of your comfort zone can allow us and often does allow us to call in our manifestations more rapidly. The reason why is that when you step outside of your comfort zone, you're opening yourself up to new and unknown and new and unknown horizons is exactly where your manifestation lives. If you knew what life would be like when you called in that thing, if you truly knew you would be living that life, right? And the thing that we're trying to do is align ourselves with that life, align ourselves with that reality. And that means stepping past and stepping outside of our comfort zones. And 
you know, it's going to feel scary. No one's sitting here telling you that this is easy. That's exactly why people talk about it so much. They talk about the courage to do it. We talk about and we pride or we, we place courage on a very high pedestal for a reason. It's because it's such an amazing thing to be courageous enough to take a step like this. And that step, again, can look like so many different things. For me, it was ordering a ticket. It was booking an Airbnb. It was knowing that I was going to this place by myself and I only knew one soul in the city and and that, oh my gosh, such a blessing that I knew that one person. But for you, that step may be leaving a relationship that you know isn't right for you, which also I have done in this month or the previous month, which I kind of mentioned in my last podcast, but that was also a really big thing for me as well. For you, that may also mean leaving a job. It may mean, you know, um, moving out of your parents' house because it's a very toxic environment and you know you need to get out. Whatever that means for you whatever that first step is I feel that we truly intuitively know sit with yourself you know what that step is you know what that first step is often we are given that step but sometimes we allow ourselves to feel like we don't know what to do because it keeps us in our comfort zone but you know exactly what to do for this journal prompt I'll give you guys the journal prompt the journal prompt is what is one thing I'm feeling really called to do or to try but I've avoided in the past due to fear I'm going to repeat that for you guys what is one thing I'm feeling really called to do or to try but I've avoided in the past due to fear so sit with that and ask yourself because if you have a step that has been calling to you for a while now right but you have really been pushing it down pushing it down pushing it down avoiding it because you are so afraid of what happens when you take that step you don't know what lives after that step what comes after that step just know you're given the next steps once you take that first step and i promise you that net will appear once you leap okay the second thing that i did is that i allowed myself to stay open to all the possibilities available to me this is such a simple step you guys but it's so important i think that Staying open allows us to really play in this zone where anything is possible for us. So as you guys know, again, I mentioned it in my last podcast episode, but my trip to the South meant going to Dallas, Texas. It wasn't Atlanta, Georgia. It wasn't Charlotte, North Carolina, but I felt really called actually to visit Dallas, Texas. And when I was in Dallas, there was a possibility that I could move there. There was also the possibility that I wouldn't like Dallas. I would go there and I'd be like, oh my God, I don't like this place. And there was also this possibility that I would want to go somewhere else, maybe go to Charlotte, maybe go to Atlanta, see what that was like. There were, you know, a bunch of other <laughs> infinite possibilities within the realm of possibilities, but these were sort of the main three that I was looking at, right? Either I would love it there. I'd be like, oh my God, I eventually want to live here. This is an amazing place. I would be like, not my vibe, can't do it. Or I'd be like, you know what? I'm sort of in the middle and let's go see somewhere else and see what's up. So what I did when I went to Dallas was I leaned into the openness, right? Instead of saying and dictating how the trip would go, because I am such a planner, sometimes I can sort of plan things out. Um, I started to kind of get into the planning phase later into the trip, and I'll explain why in the next step. But when I first arrived, I was really just open. I remember being in my Airbnb one night and I, oh my gosh, the past week and the, the week that I was in Dallas, I could not sleep really well I was just so stressed and I was stressed because I was personally stressing myself out with like just oh my god like what am I gonna do sort of thing right 
But I remember being in my Airbnb one night and I said, you know, God, please just guide me, right? Show me what I need to know. Show me what I need to see and understand and to really just take in in order to gain clarity on my next steps. My big thing with going to Dallas was gaining clarity. It was also obviously taking that step in order to jump over that leap of fear or jump over that leap of fear in order to jump over my fear, right? And say, I'm going to do this thing that makes me really uncomfortable. But I also knew that going on this trip for me symbolized clarity. I really wanted clarity and sort of what the next step was for me. Because like I said to you guys earlier, when you take that first step, you are shown the next step. And so I was asking God for clarity. What is my next step? What should I do? Where are you guiding me? Where are you leading me? I I will gladly follow in faith, but I need to know where I'm to go. When you stay open to all the possibilities, you're really going into a situation and you're saying, you know what? I am accepting that I don't know, right? I'm accepting that I don't know, but what I'm also doing is having faith that I will know. I will be given the knowledge that I need in order to understand what my next step is. So maybe for you, you take that first step and you move out, or maybe for you, you take that first step and you leave that relationship, or you take that first step and you leave that job. And then maybe you have a moment of clarity. You have a moment where you say, oh, wow, I actually really want to go and do this. Or I really want to go and live in this place, or I've always wanted to go back to school for this thing. And you allow yourself to lean into that new path, lean into that new possibility for yourself. Again, stay open, right? Don't leave with any sort of expectations or don't lead, don't leave, right? Don't leave your first situation and don't lead yourself into any sort of expectations of what's to come and what should happen for you. Allow yourself to stay open because sometimes what it is, is that we have expectations that are just honestly based on what we think is best for ourselves but those expectations are really coming from a place of limited knowledge those expectations are coming from a place where you only have knowledge of what you've done what you've seen others do what you know you know from your specific reality but that's not all of the possibilities those aren't all of the possibilities rather that exist to you so staying open allows you to stay and play in this place of okay well you know, I'm really unsure of what's next, but I'm staying open to being guided to what is next for myself and what is best for myself. So for this journal prompt, here is the journal prompt rather, where am I placing expectations on the outcome of a situation? How can I allow myself to let go and be open to all possibilities for my higher good? I'm going to repeat that again for you guys. Where am I placing expectations on the outcome of a situation? How can I allow myself to let go and be open to all of the possibilities for my higher good? So sort of two questions in one there, but they really flow together and they really just allow you to explore the expectations piece, right? And also that piece of letting go when you need to let go. So the third step that I took, which I think was the most important step at this season in or this chapter in my life was that I made a decision when I found myself at a crossroads. So let's talk about this. When you are on the brink of calling in something, especially something that you may deem to be big, right? You've categorized as big. You'll often find yourself at a crossroads. So the crossroads looks like this. It's usually a fork in the road or, a, you know, 
crossroads, <laughs> right? On the one hand, you have settling into what you know. You have this option to sort of just take no leap, right? Continue doing what you're doing because maybe you're content. Maybe you're happy. You could be happier or maybe there's something that could fulfill your soul a little bit more, but you're like, you know what? This is okay. I can deal with this. I know this. I know how to deal with this. It's not the best, but I know how to deal with it. On the other hand, you have the option to take a leap, to take a chance, to walk into, into the unknown. And when you look at these two crossroads or this fork in the road, one path looks like bright. You can see it. You know this path, you're familiar with it, you know exactly what it looks like to walk down this road. Meanwhile, the other path is kind of dark. It represents the unknown. You're not sure what comes next once you step onto the first stone of this path. But you're really hopeful because you know that if you step onto this path, hopefully, and it will, I promise you, that net will appear once you take that leap. Again, mentioned in my last podcast episode, but my journey was extended due to a snowstorm. So I'd originally come to Dallas on a Friday. I was supposed to leave on a Monday. Um, my flight got canceled and due to a major snowstorm in New Jersey, I actually had to stay in Dallas until Wednesday. I really took that in stride. At first, I was a little bit nervous. I'd never had a delayed or canceled flight before. So dealing with the logistics to me was a little outside of my comfort zone. So that brought up some fear and some anxiety. But once I was able to chat with some folks at the airline, chat with the Airbnb, um, figure out where I was going to stay, get my car rental extended, I felt more comfortable because I was like, okay, I can handle this, right? God never gives you more than you can handle. I knew that this extra time was divinely planned. I knew it was divinely guided. This extra time would allow me to make my decision because as of Sunday night, I was still at this crossroads. I knew that there were two paths I could take and I wasn't sure which one to take. And I also didn't have clarity on the path. I think when you are at a crossroads, right, and you feel really in a limbo, you're not sure what to do. Often you will be given signs. You will be pushed a little bit more to get a little bit more of that clarity to know what is right for you. And so I was in this midst of not knowing what to do. I had some more extra time and I ended up taking a couple more tours. I actually went on tours to my top places again. I went on a tour to this one top place that I hadn't seen. It was gorgeous. It was the place I talked about in my last podcast episode. I also went back to another place that I really, really liked and I took a tour there I was really pleased with how the people treated me, how I was received. Um, they actually showed me the empty units and the ones that I, or, or one of the, the layout of the one that I would get. It wasn't the exact layout. It was like a similar layout. It was just on the floor, um, the floor up from the floor I would be on. They showed me all the things. I was well received. I felt really good. And with the extra time, I actually was able to make an intuitive decision to sort of take a leap, right? So I remember waking up in the middle of the night, I made a pros and cons list because I was in between two different apartments. And this was the point where I sort of felt like I was leaning into that new path, that unknown path, moving to Dallas, living here, building a life here, starting over here. But I wasn't really sure which apartment to go with. And so I still felt like I needed some more of that clarity. I remember waking up in the middle of the night, I think it was Monday night, I believe, and I made this pros and cons list. And it just felt very clear to me. I actually sent friends so many voice messages, so many notes, so many videos. If you guys received any of those and you're listening, thank you so much for listening to me ramble on about these places. But 
I actually decided to leave. I decided that I would take the chance. I would move to Dallas and I decided that this was my next step. I say I decided, but I want to make it clear that this decision was not just me, right? This decision was intuitively guided. It was guided because of the things that happened, the circumstances I found myself in, the signs that I was given, the knowledge, the clarity, all of the things that came from a higher place than myself. And I knew that this was the right step. This was the step that I was being guided to. I could, again, settle into the places that I knew, settle into the fear, settle into my comfort zone, or I could take this leap. And this leap was sort of different. It was new. It was a really big leap, right? Moving from, first I moved from Boston to New Jersey, but now moving from New Jersey to Dallas, Texas by myself. It was a really big leap, but I knew that I was being called to this specific path. And so I ended up going to the apartment. Oh, you know what? Let's, let me actually give you guys a journal prompt before we get into that next section, okay? When you're at this crossroads, right? Whether you have just made that first step and you're sort of at the crossroads, crossroads you have been given your step number two, but again, you're like, ooh, could I stay here because I know this place or should I lean into this next step? Ask yourself, which path feels truly guided by love and faith? Which path is the opposite of tried and true? Which path allows me to move beyond what I know? I'm going to repeat this journal prompt one more time for you guys. Despite my fear and other emotions, which path feels truly guided by love and faith? Which path is the opposite of tried and true? Which path allows me to move beyond what I know? So let's chat about what happens after you take a leap. Because I feel like we see so many people on Instagram talking about taking this leap from their nine to five. I see that a lot. But um, this is sort of a different leap. But I think depending on who you are, what season of life you're in, what leap you're taking, it looks and feels different for every single person, right? But for me, and in general, what I've noticed for everyone else I've seen take a leap is that things move quickly. Things move quickly once you decide. Things move quickly once you lean into the path that you have been guided towards despite the fact that you are afraid, despite the fact that you are nervous, despite the fact that it is way outside of your comfort zone. So I applied for an apartment on Tuesday, February 2nd. I actually had a meeting. I had work that day because, again, since my trip was extended, I was supposed to be back to work on Tuesday. So I worked from Dallas in my Airbnb on Tuesday. After work, um, I had my final call in the afternoon. I had called this one place, and it wasn't the place I actually described to you guys in the last episode. It was actually the other place, the other top place, right? I called them and I said, hey, I really liked what I saw. I'd love to come back and tour some of the empty units and just kind of look at the amenities one more time and really feel things out. So I went in, I toured, I loved it. I truly loved it. And I loved the location. Right around it is a little bit bare. They're still building it up, but it's very close to a lot of really cute shops, close to downtown, close to just a lot of things that I feel like I'd want to try being in a new city, right? And allow myself to explore. So I applied for this apartment on Tuesday, February 2nd. On Wednesday, February 3rd, I had my flight back to New Jersey. I left in the afternoon. I arrived around 5.30, I believe, Eastern Standard. So that would be 4.30 Central. 
As soon as the plane landed, I actually got a call, an email, and a text from the building. They wanted me to give them a call. My heart was in my chest, you guys, on the plane. The email was kind of ominous. It said nothing about anything. I wasn't sure what it meant. I got off the plane. I was hurrying off the plane. And you guys know deplaning or coming off the plane sometimes takes a while when they you know, pull up and everyone starts standing up and you got to wait. And I was at the back of the plane, but got off the plane, gave them a call, and my application was approved. So 24 hours later, my application was approved. I was nervous about my application being approved simply because it was a little bit harder to document my income because the application just only allowed me to put two things in. And I'd had, um, I was self-employed for a lot of 2020 and that was a little bit harder to document um, because I didn't, I haven't done my taxes yet. So I didn't have tax returns, but they actually allowed me to prove my income in a different way and um, verify that. And I was approved. So I was so excited. I remember being in the airport, New Jersey airport, just landing. And they told me this over the phone. And you know what's crazy? On the plane, I was on the plane and I was sitting in my seat and it was kind of, I was going in and out of sleep. And I remember having this thought of, you're going to get approved for the apartment when you land. So start planning, right? Start planning for what that looks like because you are here. You're, you're, it's, going to happen quickly you need to start planning it and it did right I got approved I remember being at the airport um waiting for my ride I called my best friend I called my mom I called uh, a company that I was interested in to help me ship my car I was just making a lot of calls at the airport Thursday February 4th I packed up like 95 percent of my things when I tell you guys I had spoken to so many people because Disclaimer, my move-in date is actually Thursday, February 11th. I believe it's the 11th. It's next Thursday. So I applied on a Tuesday and my move-in date is next Thursday. And so it's a lot. It's a lot, right? Moving all the way to Texas, having to prepare everything. So many people are like, oh my gosh, you were kind of panicked for me, but I am, I work really well under pressure. Like when I have a time crunch, I work so efficiently and so well. I like, I always kind of aim to outdo myself and sort of challenge myself every time I have a challenge like that. And this has so far been my biggest challenge yet in efficiency and time management and planning. So I was very excited for this challenge, you know, where someone else would sort of be like, this is overwhelming, this is stressful. I am kind of overwhelmed, but in a good way. Like, I'm really excited about it. On Thursday, I packed up most of my things. So I packed up my clothes and I packed up just my stuff, you guys, because I needed to ship my things on Friday. The reason being is because I was obviously moving next Thursday and the shipping company I was using to ship like my clothes and things like that would take around 10 days. And so I wouldn't have clothes for a couple of days there. And I wanted to make sure the clothes got there as soon as possible. So I needed to ship them on a Friday. So I packed up all my things on Thursday. On Friday, February 5th, my car was picked up, shipped to Dallas. It should get there next week. My boxes were picked up and shipped. I listed things on Facebook Marketplace. I've sold most of those things. Um, some furniture is being left behind because my ex is staying at the uh, apartment until the lease is over. So some things are staying there, but everything else that I wanted to sell, make some quick cash on to help me buy furniture and things at the new place, I actually sold on Facebook Marketplace. Fun fact, I manifested a 
brand new TV in Dallas, Texas, LOL. Um, I actually sold this girl a faux tree. I have um, a faux plant in my apartment, and or I, I don't anymore, but I sold this to her. And when she came to pick it up, her boyfriend was getting cash from the bank, and she was talking to me, and she's like, yeah, um, we just moved from Dallas. And I was like, oh, my God, that is so hilarious because I'm moving to Dallas. And she goes, do you need a TV? And I'm like, yeah. But I was telling her, like, I want a certain TV. Like, I wanted a TV that was a smart TV. So I get, like, YouTube, Netflix, Hulu on it. But I also wanted it to be 55 inches or more. Like, 55 is, like, the ideal. Um, because I don't want a, a too huge TV. So I was like, 55 inches would be great. And she goes, we literally have that. And she showed me the TV. It's a smart TV, 4K, 55 inches. And she would literally give it to me at half of the price that it is at the stores and it's brand new they just bought it they didn't know they're moving to dallas so soon but they um they just couldn't ship it she was like it would just cost like the same amount of tv to ship so they're like let's get a new one here in new jersey but um so i have a tv for me waiting in dallas i love that i'm so excited for that let's talk about that oh and it's saturday now so i'm recording it it's saturday and today i have to order my bed because i need to make sure i have a bed coming there and my mattress i actually was gonna try to get like a casper or something but um they wouldn't arrive in time and i kind of don't want to do an air mattress for a couple days so i think i'm just gonna get a bed on like amazon or uh, not amazon wayfair and just get like a bed get them to set it up and get them to do that like as long as i have a bed there for my first day i'll be okay I think my couch and everything like that can wait. Um, I will be doing a lot of shopping once I get there. I have saved up a good chunk of money to just like do shopping. But at the same time, furniture is pretty pricey. So I'm like the chunk of money I've saved will probably buy like three big things. So there's that. But, you know, you love that. When you take a leap, you basically are opened up to this vacuum, this portal it sort of sucks you in and it sucks you into a whole new reality where you're aligned with the things that are on the next level for you, whatever that looks like for you. You may still feel fear. You may still feel nerves. You may still feel really jittery or awkward because you're in a new place. You're stepping into a brand new you, into a brand new chapter. But I want you to know it's also, it's it's normal to feel that, right? But you should also feel excited, right? Excited for what's to come, excited for all the new things that are going to be open to you. There is something so powerful about taking a leap, so powerful about allowing yourself to explore that unknown that you're feeling called to because there is something there for you. You wouldn't be called to it if there wasn't something there for you. So I want to thank you guys so much for all of your kind messages on Instagram. I want to thank you guys for reaching out. I know I've been super busy, so I've just kind of been less active on stories, but it's because I've been packing up my entire life and preparing to move in less than a week Again, Saturday, I'm moving on Thursday. I'm literally leaving at like 5 or I think 6 a.m. on Thursday and arriving there at 9.30. I have my move-in appointment at 10, so I have to make sure that I um, snag a ride from the airport and get to the apartment for my move-in orientation. And my internet is being set up at 11. <laughs> it's like a whole day, and I'm going to try to plan my bed to get installed on that day too and also have some cleaners come. So it is literally going to be a very busy Thursday, also very busy Friday, and also very just busy weekend shopping. Um, it's a three-day weekend for President's Day, so 
I essentially now with the Thursday and Friday off have a five day weekend to sort of get acquainted and stuff. And I'm really, I'm really looking forward to it. So I'm also looking forward to getting back into the gym because I haven't worked out in a minute. Um, I packed up like all my workout clothes, so I cannot wait to use the nice gym they have there. They have this bike that's like, it's a, a sister brand or it's like a brand kind of like Peloton. Girl, I cannot wait to ride that bike. Okay, y'all know I've been doing my little spin, okay? But anywho, thank you guys so much for your kind messages, for showing love on Instagram, on the podcast, sharing with friends, family, whoever you think needs to hear these messages. I appreciate that. I want you guys to also know that the Patreon is live right now. Um, I would love to get more of you guys as patrons, patrons, supporters on Patreon. Um, I've made the tiers super accessible. If you have questions about the Patreon, feel free to reach out to my Instagram. I can answer any of your questions. There is supposed to be a monthly reading up on Patreon. It is a little bit late because I accidentally packed well not accidentally it actually kind of was accidentally I packed my tarot cards without even thinking about it and the next day when I had to do my reading my boxes were already on their way but any of the patreon folks that reading is actually going to come next week once I receive the boxes and open it and it'll be like a nice lengthy reading because of the fact that it is a little bit late so I would love again if you guys can check out the patreon I really want to work to kind of grow that a little bit more this year I've really stepped away from from doing a lot of other things with Manifest Daily, but I feel right now Patreon just feels a little bit more up my alley, a little bit more lightweight, more fun, while also providing you guys some really awesome content over there. So again, if you have questions, DM me. I am happy to answer those. And I am just excited that you guys are here. <sighs> this is insane, right? Like a year ago, literally a year ago, I was sitting on this podcast and I was talking about my move to New Jersey. I was so excited. I'm going to go back and listen to some of those episodes because I, you know, kind of want to sit with that energy for a little bit. But I remember being so excited. I was moving in with my partner at the time and it was just a really big leap for me then. But it felt a little bit more safe because I was going with a person and it was just a whole thing. I was planning a whole new chapter and that chapter is now ending and it's ending in a way where I am so excited for the next one. I think often, you know, when you allow chapters to end versus pushing them to go on for longer than they should you will feel excited for what's to come because what's to come is usually greater than what has passed right it's usually greater in ways like more wisdom gains more knowledge more clarity more love just all the good things that we love so thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. I truly appreciate you guys being here. I truly appreciate you guys listening. It literally just makes my day. Um, and yeah, have a great West, West. Oh my gosh. Have a great rest of your week, my loves. And I will chat with you guys next week, Tuesday. Bye.
What if I told you that in 2024, you were going to travel more? I bet you would be excited because who doesn't have travel more on their 2024 vision board? But my loves, it's time to craft a bit of an action plan and take your first steps. And this is where I come in. I'm hosting a trip to Bali, May 23rd to May 29th, 2024 for the Manifest Daily community. I'm so excited about this one. We have a jam-packed itinerary. We have a Balinese cooking class, a sacred monkey forest, visit a coffee brewing workshop, literally the works because that's just a taste of the itinerary and this trip is a celebration of new beginnings and also a couple of birthdays so if you're curious about bali and you want to meet me there alongside a couple other wonderful amazing beautiful souls head to my website for more information themanifestly.com slash events visit the link in the show notes and yeah let's let's hang out in bali everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.